Presents football time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the podcast. We got our man TDA Alex in the studio here, so we can do our week. What are we? Week five NFL picks. Yep, week five. Week five. It's week five. I I had to double check. Last week hope, was week four quarter poll. This week, week five. I hope you're not still groggy like you were last week, because. Uh, that didn't go well for us. No, wait, wait. I am only minorly groggy. I did get to some sleep. I slept through our initial recording <laughs> time. The phone oh. either didn't go off or I was so tired I slept through it and it decided to stop buzzing and let me go. Well, I myself have uh, have not slept very much. Well, but, uh, it worked for you the first uh three weeks and then this week yeah. you were a little off all right so let's start out with our fan duel the ringer super contest mutual picks of the week you ready to get into that let's do it all right so we open up with the carolina panthers at the atlanta falcons the atlanta falcons are three and a half point favorites i sort of like atlanta here but this number seems a tad too high, especially since it's now down to one and a half. So it might come up in my picks now that it's down to one and a half. But three and a half here seems a little high. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Uh, I kind of like this game a little bit uh, in a very sneaky way. Um, I'll kind of get to that, you know, as we go into our own personal picks, but. I can see your logic. All right. Plus, I have some others down the line that I think I like. You might recognize the city that I like. (laughs) So, we'll just put this down as a maybe for right now with our winners coming later. All right. Moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars at Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. We we talked about these a little earlier. We put a we put a triple star by this one, like we wanted to take it five and a half. Still, I have to go with my eyes closed, but I think there might be you know a coach firing bump here for the Texans. The Jags defense seems to not be really that good, so maybe the Texans can finally put some points on the board here. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah. Uh, we've taken Jacksonville a couple of times so far this season, and it hasn't really panned out the way we thought it, it would, uh, mainly because that team is uh, very unpredictable. Sometimes they come out and they play pretty well against some decent teams, and then they play pretty bad against some bad teams. So uh, this particular week, I, I feel kind of strong about Houston. I feel like after that firing, they might come and uh, try to prove something. So I kind of want to go with uh, – Houston in this one. Okay, so we're going to keep it in our, we'll give it a three-star lock here. So we're going to stay with Houston as one of our five? I think so. Uh, the The week in general is just kind of tough, I think, this week. A lot of games are... Uh, a lot of large spreads this week. 
yeah, uh, I wasn't really comfortable with a lot of these games, but we have to go with five. So uh, I think this is one of those that we go with. Well, we have some. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Coming up. So, so just be oh. prepared. It's coming. You're going to try and sell me, aren't you? <laughs> All right. We have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the ch- spread is 12 and a half here. Chiefs, easy win. Spread, not in love with. Uh, any way you want to take either side here, Raiders getting a lot of points. Chiefs giving a lot of points. Uh, I believe Kansas City is by far the better team in this matchup, and I can definitely see them winning. As far as taking the game at that spread, uh, it's a little too high for me. I don't like taking spreads that are over two scores. So, Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, there's just way too much sort of backdoor potential for the Oakland Raiders, especially as good as their offense has been this year. And you just can't get me to take the Raiders versus the Chiefs, no matter what the spread probably would be. It'd have to be in the 20s before I'd even start to fathom taking a Raiders team here. Oh, yeah, and I'm a big believer in divisional opponents playing each other, you know, a lot better than they do other teams, regardless of whether they're good or bad. And part of that has to do with the fact they play each other multiple times, you know, throughout the season. So I could see how there might be a, a chance that the Raiders keep it close, but I, there's just, I don't know, I don't feel comfortable taking this game. Yeah, definitely. Um, Next up, Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots. They're somehow, they had an opening line on this. That was probably before some other positive test on the New England Patriots. No Cam Newton again, so we're getting the bad quarterbacks. The Denver Broncos are nine and a half point favorites, but I'm just a hard pass on this game overall. Oh, yeah, you, <laughs> you don't want to touch this this game with a ten foot stick. I mean. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on. Uh, if Gilmore and Newton and a handful of others are out for the Patriots, the Broncos probably win this game. Just due to attrition, and I don't think the Patriots have actually practiced this week. So I'd go that way, but I'm not touching the Denver Broncos as nine-and-a-half-point favorites versus the New England Patriots. I don't care if it's the New England junior team of under-12s. No, I agree with you. You stay far away from this game. All right, so moving on, we have our first big game of the week. The Arizona Cardinals are going to the New York Jets. The Jets are getting, getting, I repeat, getting six and a half points at home. A cauldron of domination at home in the Meadowlands. I don't think they play in the Meadowlands anymore, but. (laughs) I got got your point. So uh, I have some nice thoughts here. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is coming back. About four years ago, he was possibly the best running back in the league. Yeah. I, talk about, you know, fall from grace. I, I don't know what happened to him. And then Sam Darnold is hurt. So Joe Flacco, Super Bowl winning Joe Flacco is now the quarterback. So I like the New York Jets here getting their first win of the season and easily covering this six and a half point spread you know you know you're the host of the show so i'm always going to uh, 
side with you if there's a game you feel really strong about. I just can't see myself picking the Jets in any type of situation this season. Do I like them better with without Darnold at the helm? Yeah, I think that Flacco is probably going to be a better option for them uh, against any opponent this season. I haven't seen it in Darnold yet, so. Um, but, oh, sorry about that. That's a dog. Um, it's a ferocious beast, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's out there with uh, Rampage, <laughs> but I think he wants attention now. Um, yeah, I I can't see myself taking the Jets, but like I said, if you like the Jets, um, they're with you. All right. One of our picks, the New York football Jets. Like I said, Super Bowl winner, Joe Flacco, quarterback, best running back in the league, 2016, Le'Veon Bell. Back, running the rock, Jamison Crowder, Duke receiving legend, catching passes. I don't know what more you could ask for. Just hoping the Cardinals were really bad. You know, I think I think the Cardinals are going to win this game, but um, I'll go with you. Show your love for New York. <laughs> yes, my love for New York. All right, so we got the New York Jets in there. So we have a Houston Texans, New York Jets so far, and a somewhere on the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons. All right, next up, we got the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. The Buffalo Bills are eight and a half point favorites. Uh, once again. A COVID game. Uh, I'm in the stay away mode. You could probably convince me that the Titans have no players and have not officially practiced in two weeks. So I could be convinced of Buffalo, but I'm mostly in stay away from this game as well. Yeah, stay away from this game. You don't know if the game's even going to be played. Uh, we don't know what's happening there. Uh, it seems like things are starting to settle down a little bit, but even then, um, I, I, I personally like Buffalo as much as I like Tennessee, and I think they're a good team. I think Buffalo is just a slightly better team, but I, I'm i not messing with this game at all. Yeah, I agree. Uh, eight and a half on the road with a total unknown on the other side I'm staying away from. All right, next up, you sort of like this game. I was a little bit more scared of it. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers were seven and a half point favorites. I could definitely see where you're coming from Pittsburgh wise. I mean, I think that defense possibly will murder Carson Wentz and they won't be able to score any points, but the the Pittsburgh offense worries me and at a seven and a half point spread I get a I just it makes me a little nervous, especially that hook there on the set. Yeah. I, I can see why you'd shy away from it. I've just kind of been on the Pittsburgh bandwagon so far this season. Um, I keep hoping that at some point in the season, they're really going to pick it up offensively and kind of get going. But Philadelphia is pretty bad. And I believe they're right. They had a majestic of- win last week on Sunday night football. Oh, yeah, that was a uh, big, big win. They're also the leader in their conference right now. That's true. You know, I, I might be underestimating you know I should be careful yes I I don't know I can't even spin it as bad as I spin the New York Jets no but I see I see your point especially with that that half point really kills it yeah um I mean we can kind of see what else we have yeah and we did mark it down as a two star so it didn't even reach Houston Texans level but we'll come back to it we got a couple others 
in there that might take it over. Next up, uh, biggest spread of the week, Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are 13.5-point favorites, uh, much like the Kansas City Chiefs. Baltimore's probably going to cruise here. Too big a spread for me to touch, though. And Joe Flacco, uh, good luck. Or yeah, Joe Burrow, not Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, good luck, though, too. We need a big game. <laughs> well, see, you've got him on your mind, obviously. You're expecting big things from him. But, yeah, no, uh, that this, this spread's just too high. And, you know, we know Baltimore's a better team. We just – just it's really hard to take uh, a line that's that big. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we'll move on off the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Next up, the – Los Angeles Rams at the Washington football team. The Los Angeles Rams are favored by eight and a half points. Once again, probably same in the same category as I think what Los Angeles will go in there and Cruz, but eight and a half on the road. They've been yo-yoing back and forth from coast to coast. Just don't love it, you know, with that highest spread, especially on the road at eight and a half. Yeah, I agree with you as much as I like the Rams as much as I like the Rams. Um, I, I still think you stay away from this game just with the team traveling all the way to Washington. Uh, like you said, they've been traveling back and forth from the west to the east this season, and it might have taken a toll. Uh, you've seen them slow down offensively lately. So I don't know what we're going to get from them. They tend to play up to their opponents. So this could be a close, low-scoring game, but I still see the Rams winning just yeah. taking that line. There's a little bit of a offensive unknown with Washington, too, with Cal- Kyle Allen taking over as a starting quarterback, which I don't like in there. They might come out and be able to actually move the ball, or, you know, they might just be as bad as they have been on offense. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. We had this one down as a maybe in our category. The San Francisco 49ers are eight and a half point favorites. I I can easily see this. I like, you know, the Niners are starting to get all their offensive weapons, you know, back. So I think they could probably roll this game. But the eight and a half, once again, makes me a little nervous, especially now when you're looking for a touchdown and, you know, a field goal to cover this spread. Uh, my, and Miami's just, they aren't good, but they play hard throughout all four quarters. And it just, backdoor cover is screaming here. As you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick rolls up yard meaningless yards in the fourth quarter and gets you know a couple token scores. It you know ends up covering the spread here. Yeah, as much as I like San Francisco to win the game, I'm not taking that line. Uh, I still want to see them all kind of get on the same page. They've had some key players out for a few games, and I want to see what they do uh, coming back from injury. Uh, once I see them kind of rolling again, you know, get their flow going. Then I might go ahead and uh, and roll with them, but for this week against the Green Miami team, no, I'm staying away from it. All right, we'll move on past that one, and we'll move on to one. I think we both, I think it might have been the only one that jumped off the screen that we were like, we like that, we're taking that. The Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. The Indianapolis Colts are two and a half point favorites. Just think the Colts are a better team here. So two and a half. That's under a field goal spread, so it's off a key number think the Colts will go in there and roll. I'm still not totally sold on the Cleveland Browns yet, and uh, I want to see that offense do something versus this Colts defense. Yeah, I personally think 
the uh, Cleveland Browns are probably one of the worst uh, three and one teams in the NFL. I don't think they're really as good as they seem to be, as their record says they are. Now, I could be proven wrong. You know, maybe they're just kind of getting going. But there's just uh, a few things about that team that I don't like, and I, I can't see myself going with them. The Colts, on the other hand, they have uh, probably the top defense in the league. So we're going to see what the Browns are really made of this game. But I, I like the Colts, and I, I like the line. I feel like they can pull it off. We have Joe Flacco and Phillip Rivers this week. What could go wrong? Exactly. I know. <laughs> the elite of the elite. All right. Now, moving on, we come to... I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. We move on to our New York football giants playing the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. Um, I think the Giants cover this. I don't have much other to offer. Their Giants defense is not very good. Their offense is porous, but the Dallas defense is bad, and I think the Giants can get to 28 points, maybe, if Dallas continues to turn the ball over. We touched on this game a little bit earlier in the, in the day. Um, I personally, after what Dallas put me through last week, I, I'm really hesitant to pick this game at all. Uh, I still somehow think Dallas pulls off the win. Feel the vibe. I can I can see your logic. I, I you know I get where you're coming from. That Dallas defense is really bad. It's probably if the worst of you know or at least up there in the top three worst defenses in the league. But put it this way: if the Falcons were favored by nine and a half. Would you take the Giants then? See, this is the issue. Okay, is it's not that I don't. I just. I don't, it's not that I. I don't believe in the Dallas defense. They're really bad, but I believe even even less in the New York offense. I, you know, they had a shot against a, per, like terribly performing Rams defense last week, to tie the game, not even win it, just tie it, and they couldn't do it. They choked. And I think the offense for Dallas is just so potent that they could put up 40 points. And I don't know if New York can, you know, kind of match them punch to punch. I don't, I don't see their offense keeping up. But if you feel that strong about it, I believe in you, and I'll roll with you. Believe in Darius Slay, wide receiver, racking up yards versus this bad Dallas Cowboys secondary. So are we go with New York, I take it? We're going with New York. <laughs> Bring the city on. Double New York's, Phillip Rivers. It's going to be one hell of a week, I'm telling you. Gosh. Did you just hear yourself? This reminds me so much of the last week's episode. Yes, I know. As soon as you start reading off what we're taking and we realize what we're doing. Well, if this was the 80s, we'd be in very good shape right now. Yeah, time machine. All right, so that gives us four picks. we got two games left. The Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the only thing really to handicap this game was if you think the Vikings are frauds, uh, you probably ride with the Seahawks because I think they can roll them. Uh, if you think the Vikings offense is starting to come together, that six-and-a-half seems a little bit scary, especially the way the Seahawks defense is you know, performed so far, and it 
that just spread just seems a tad high. What way are you leaning on this? As much as I think Seattle is the best team in the league right now, they are a little suspect on defense, but Minnesota just started playing good offense. Their defense is still really bad. And again, it comes down to can Minnesota's offense keep up with Seattle's offense? So I, I see where you're coming from. I like Seattle to win the game. The spread scares me a little bit, but if I have to pick between them and Minnesota, I mean, I'm going with Seattle. All right, we'll put it down in our maybe category because uh, this next game I don't think either of us are going to fall in love with. The Los Angeles Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Home game for the Saints, you got to like that, but no Thomas again this week, uh, no Cook. Just think that's a tad too high. I don't think the Chargers are good, but I think they're one of those teams where you just you don't want to be the one you know having seven and a half points against them because their defense is solid, their offense is okay, they have weapons, so it's just a bad team to take high point spreads first. I'm totally, I'm totally there with you. I agree, hundred um, percent. You just don't like the line for this particular game, especially with some key players out. I'm probably staying away from this one. It's also just not enough points for me to want to take the Chargers on the road no. versus Saints either, especially in a you know prime time game. So that one's a pass. So we got four games right now. We have the Houston Texans, the New York Jets, the Indianapolis Colts, and the New York Giants. We need one more. We got in the maybe category, Corey, the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons, three and a half. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles, seven and a half. And the Minnesota Vikings, Seattle Seahawks, six and a half. Of those three, which ones are you probably most confident in? To be honest with you, I, I probably feel more confident in Seattle. And that's just because of how confident I am in their offense. I think I'm, I feel the most safe with Seattle just because I think Minnesota might not be that good and Minnesota going on the road to Seattle, probably a solid bet. So we want to mark Seattle down as our fifth pick of the week. I think so. Uh, like I said, this is a pretty gnarly week, so I think Seattle's probably probably going to be the best we could do. All right. Uh, also at the top of the show, I forgot to read off our record last week. Uh, we went two and th- or two and three last week. We had losers in the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Detroit Lions, and the Dallas Cowboys. We had winners in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. So we salvaged a, a, a almost 500 record with the, the Buffalo Bills in there, but not our best week last week. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try my best to not make any more uh, sleep-deprived picks. Well, we have the... this week so uh rest easy tonight i just want i just wanted to go on record okay i haven't slept yet i've been up for probably almost about 20 hours so just remember that well on sunday when you wake up these games will be playing and you will be in stress free mode i can guarantee you that oh yeah easy coasting all the way all right so let's move on to our individual picks this week Last week, you had your first losing week. Here is the new year, new year, new year. 
because you didn't take any New York teams. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> but uh, you had the Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers over 57. That was a loss. You had the Seattle Seahawks, Miami Dolphins under 55. That was a win. And you had the Minnesota Vikings, Houston Texans under 53. That was a loss. You did have two upset specials last week. You went one and one with the Cincinnati, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars as your upset special. And then you had Dak Prescott leading week four in passing, which you hit. But because I was lazy and didn't look up the line until today, I couldn't find the line. So next week, I will find the line for that and we will have your appropriate upset special winning records on the on the show but we have an incomplete right now but that was a nice little win and you if you took that you probably won some money uh, hopefully someone took it okay so the record now puts you at 11 and 9 still a solid record so far in the NFL season all right mm. i went 4 and 2 last week i had losses with the Jacksonville Jaguars Philadelphia uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus three was a loss. Philadelphia Eagles plus seven was a win. Carolina Arizona over was a win. Baltimore total 30 over was a win. The Detroit Lions plus four and a half was a loss. And the Carolina Panthers plus four and a half was a win. So the four and two week, that puts me at 15 and 14 on the year. So climbed back over 500 for the year. There you go. Yeah. That's what we need. And. Now, we have our picks this week, and I must tell you... I want to be a part of it, New York, New York... ...is heavily involved this week in my picks. So, how many picks you got this week? Uh, I have five picks. I have six picks this week. Mm, very nice. All right. I don't know how you came up with six, but... Well, uh... You can probably guess who two of them are. Oh, New York, New York, I take it. Yes. All right, so I'll start out since I have one more pick than you. I'm going to start out with the Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half this week. We touched on this game a little bit in our mutual picks. Uh, the one and a half now seems like a much, much better spread than the three and a half that it opened with. I'm just feeling like it's Atlanta's time. They started out 0-4. Carolina has been a little plucky, two and two. Carolina going to Atlanta in a division game. Think Atlanta gets off the schneid here. So the line for the Carolina Atlanta game is at one and a half. You said yes. Oh wow. Okay. So I feel even better about this pick now. Yeah. What do yeah. you have? I actually have Carolina. Oh. Beating Atlanta. Yeah. Um. You know, Carolina quietly. I think they're eighth right now in the league in uh, passing and um, 14th or 15th in rushing. So quietly, they're putting together a pretty good offense that uh, people aren't really uh, noticing. You know, yeah, they don't have a lot of points, but they kind of got a little thing going, even without McCaffrey there. So um, as bad as the defense for Atlanta is, and I believe there's no Julio Jones this week? No, no Julio Jones. It's the yeah, Calvin Ridley show. I, I like Carolina. All right, so that means... It's our first. <laughs> Since week one, we go head to head. You started off week one with a winner head to head, 
And so now, in week five, we once again have a battling pick. I have the Atlanta Falcons. You have the Carolina Panthers. All right. The revenge game. All right. So my next pick, as you can imagine, is... I changed to the wrong bank. Just terrible. (laughs) I forgot I switched. But you know what? It's probably appropriate for your next pick. (laughs) It's a Freudian slip that I hit that. But... I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. All right. We got the right bank on this one that time. The New York Jets plus seven. I've already stated my love of the great players from the 2013 and 2016 seasons combining to give me a win here. I think the New York Jets cover this spread versus the Arizona Cardinals in their second East Coast road game back-to-back. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah. Uh, Okay, for my next pick, um, I'm going with the uh, lines that we – uh, saw the other day. Yeah, that's not fine. Sure they've changed or not, so just bear with me. Um, but I'm going with one of the games that we picked as a mutual game, uh, Indy at Cleveland. Um, like I said, Cleveland, uh, I just don't think they're really good. I think that they're actually a pretty bad team. Uh, this will be a test, and this will kind of either put me back on their good graces or not. I, I, I don't know what to think of them. They shown flashes, but against some really bad teams. So, I'm taking India in this one. Well, we have a battle, and now, once again, we agree. I have the Indianapolis Colts as well. The spread is down to one today, so I like it even better. So we have the Indianapolis Colts one as a mutual, and we have the Carolina Panthers-Atlanta Falcons as a head-to-head battle. So it's going to be a fun week. All right, my next pick, the New York football Giants. We're going with both. giants Jets, winners of the week. You're really all in on New York this week, and I, I don't know if you're uh, like a secret genius and you've got some inside information. You've been talking to some insiders or what's going on, but uh, I'm starting to get a little scared. They're just getting a lot of points, so I'm hoping <laughs> that the games are just all close or everything no. gets canceled by COVID and I can move on to the next week. No, I, I understand your logic. I just have a really hard time picking either New York team. Yes, I, I I can understand that. So what's your next pick? Uh, my next one is uh, Chargers at Saints. What's that line at now? Uh, Chargers, Saints. It was seven, I believe, last I saw. Okay. Well, when I saw it, it was seven and a half. So uh, I actually have the Chargers here. Oh, um, I like this. Yeah, you know, and I guess it kind of counts as an upset special. Not sure if it does, but uh, I just feel like the Chargers defense at times uh, has been a little stingy, and they've got a pretty good um, overall uh, defensive unit. I think they're giving up about 23, almost 24 points per game. Um, the Saints still know Michael Thomas. Kamara slowed down a little bit last week. They were still able to put together a good game plan to win that game, but um, I think that the defense of the Chargers does just enough to – to cover this good call all right so san diego chargers plus seven see you're going into the large underdogs getting points this week too you're just going probably with a much better team <laughs> i just can't go with new york 
All right, moving on, my next pick, Philadelphia Eagles at the Pittsburgh Steelers, under 44 and a half. Uh, just think this is going to be a gross, grindy game. Not many points scored. I think yeah. both offenses struggle a bit, a little bit. I think Pittsburgh struggles to rush the ball versus that stingy Philadelphia defensive line. And the Eagles offense versus that Pittsburgh Steelers just don't see a lot of points there and just don't see a lot of points overall in the game, even if the over-under is a little low. Still like 44-and-a-half under. Yeah, you make some good points. Uh, I think that this is prime for uh, Pittsburgh to get their offense rolling, and this is probably going to get that train in motion, Big Ben train. So, But I can see where you're coming from. Well, I if Pittsburgh wants to score and then not and hold Philly from scoring, I'm fine with that. I don't think <laughs> Pittsburgh can score 44 points. So whatever way it occurs, just don't score a ton of points. All right. Uh, what are you on? One, two, three. You're on. You have a couple more picks. What's your yeah, next I got pick? two more. Uh, my next one is the Vikings at the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, like I said earlier, although I think the Vikings have shown some flashes offensively, I still don't think their defense is really that good. So um, I don't think their offense can keep up with Seattle's offense because Seattle also has some question marks on defense at times. But I think that they're good enough to outscore them, so I don't see the Vikings kind of keeping it close. So uh, I'm taking Seattle. Yeah, right. Good call. Uh, we, I think we agree on that. I just The spread was a little too high for me. I think if it hit in the four-and-a-half range, I'd be all over it. But just that six and a half sort of scares me off, especially if that Vikings offense, you know, starts to get going. All right. Yeah, but- if, if, if this was a mutual pick, I, I'd be a little more weary, but just, you know, kind of being a head-to-head, I feel more comfortable. Yeah. All right. Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. I have the under 47 and a half here. I think both defenses come to play. I think both offenses are a little shaky. The Colts offense actually just mostly grounds and pounds the ball they have a really low number of plays run per game so they like to just control the ball beat you up defensively and actually Cleveland if you've watched them the last couple weeks has actually started sort of playing that same style too where they just hammer the ball run some play action quick slants and try to control the clock and the game so I think both teams here go about it that way and 47 and a half just seemed a little bit high like the under on that one yeah, I saw that one too, and I was thinking about it. But, you know, I got home and uh, my wife had, you know, got me a little gift, which I'm kind of showing off right now. Um, so I decided to, you know what? I'm going with it. I'm taking the Rams at Washington, even with that high spread. Uh, I don't like the spread, and I don't like what I've seen from LA for the last couple of games, uh, except for that, you know, mini comeback in Buffalo. But, uh, the Washington defensive line, which I've been really high on this year, uh, has been kind of banged up a little bit. And I think that McVeigh kind of gets the boys ready to come in and, uh, you know, even the score against his old employer. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I can also see you being very sad on Sunday. <laughs> come out and score 17 points like they did last week. Either way, I think I think the Rams are a bit much better team. Oh, than, I I think they are Washington, too. Washington, and I think that they'll win. The like I said, the spread scares me, but you know it's a head-to-head game, so I'm, I'm feeling confident. Yeah, I agree. the The thing I just don't like about this game, I said I I think the Washington teams 
uh, offense right now is an unknown since the change of quarterback. And I just, I didn't want to touch an eight point spread if suddenly the Washington offense with the new quarterback in place, seemingly one who's semi competent, actually is capable of scoring points. So I was just like, eh, pass on this. Come back another day. All right. I have my upset special of the week. I have the. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The New York football Jets get off the schneid and get a win this week. New York Jets plus 280 win outright over the Arizona Cardinal. That's my upset special. I thought I thought I I was kind of feeling a drum roll coming. But, you know, you Mm. I definitely wasn't expecting New York to be the upset special. I'm wearing my Curtis Martin jersey next week if if this pulls out. <laughs> yeah, and I hope you got the good luck one that you haven't watched in a while. You're gonna need it. I don't even know if I can possibly find it. I'm sure it's sitting in some bin somewhere. I think Santana Moss is out somewhere. So it might be a Santana Moss instead of a Curtis Martin. Take anything you can mm-hmm. get at this point. All right, so those are that's our picks for the week. We hope you have a good week of picks and plays. Anything you want to promote, Alex? Oh, no, just uh, follow me on Twitter, TD Achilles, and, uh, you know, uh, that's pretty much it. All right, that's our pick show for the week, and we're out. Woo!